You want to test it out? Okay, here we go. It's been a long time. It has been probably a month because yeah. we It's September 25th right now. Yeah, and I think the last time we recorded was like two weeks before Riley's wedding. Which was the 29th. Yeah. It's been almost over a month then. Good thing yeah. we, re- we pre-recorded. We've been a hot mess. Yeah. We're back. It's We went through COVID we separately. Both, yeah. Maybe but like separately. within the same week. Yeah. we The whole area. I knew a lot of people, like my other friends mm-hmm. who got it too. Um, we made it. We survived. <laughs> that was... Yeah. That sucks. And we went through my sister's... My little sister's wedding and she mm-hmm. moved out and... I started, you started student, student teaching. teaching. Yeah. So many things have happened. So much has happened. And it's been, I don't know. And we have a new recording space. Yeah. We're back at your house, which I think we recorded one episode or two here. Yeah, two, but just one night. Right. And then. Yeah. And the things, the arms that hold up the mics kept falling over because we put them on my couch and they're kind of like. Right. So if you want to see what we're doing right now, we recorded it and we posted on like my tiktok but like i also have it in our highlights on our instagram yeah it's very cozy it's very cute perfect for the beginning of fall perfect so it's like our new space i think yeah. this is i'm excited i like it um when this episode goes up we have our new cover mm-hmm. that we're very excited about that we haven't even started yet but it's gonna but be it's new. gonna be great it's gonna be great i already know that so tonight we are talking about something fun and I mean, I'm sure a topic that's familiar to pretty much everyone out there. Um, we're talking about self-care and specifically this whole kind of, it, I feel like it was kind of a movement because yeah. I had never really heard the words like self-care, at least not used in the way that they're typically used now. That like wasn't a thing. I, I remember so specifically in high school, like I would do these things that made me happy mm-hmm. and my Nana called it, um, like romancing yourself. And I was like, that's weird, but like, it makes sense. Yeah. Cause like, I would take showers, like, as dark as possible. I would turn the lights low. Yeah. I'd burn candles when I took a shower. I'd play slow music. Or I would, like, go, like, clean my room and get into bed. Like, mm-hmm. I would do all of these things that, like, just made me feel really good. And I didn't know, yeah, like, what the word for it was. And my Nana always told me it was, like, self-romancing. And I yeah. Would, I prefer that over self-care. But. And that was before that was, like, a huge movement, right? But, like, yeah. we've always done it. Like, we've always probably done what we would consider self-care even when you and I were younger we would buy our favorite candy and (laughs) watch movies or whatever and it's just like it's creating these like cute fun little moments to make like refill your bucket right it's what you do or like very common phraseology is like to fill your cup yeah like you know fill your bucket fill your cup you can't pour out of an empty well like that kind of thing you Mm -hmm. need to pour back into yourself if you want to pour out to others yeah and i don't like the term self-care because i feel like self-care like the basics like showering and dressing yourself and brushing your hair like that's like self-care but like Mm -hmm. self like i don't know i I keep going back to this like romancing concepts like going above and beyond just caring about yourself because like Mm -hmm you would hopefully treat a significant other better than you would treat like the basics and like right treat yourself better than you would treat yourself basically that doesn't make sense but you know exactly what I I'm know saying. what you mean <laughs> 
Yeah, just, well, you mean just, like, not just doing the bare minimum. Right. And I think that this is something that I definitely see myself, like, as a mom, and I've heard other uh, moms say that, like, our version of self-care is, like, I got to shower or I got right. to yeah. eat a full meal and, or, I, or I got to go out of the house without kids to grocery shop. Or I've seen, like, like the that TikToks, was like, oh, I got thing. to use the bathroom alone today. Yeah. And, like, that was my version of self-care. I was like, Which, oh. for all of you listening out there who, like, maybe don't have kids yet and you're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to go to the bathroom alone, I can tell you that I go to the bathroom alone. That's, like, a rule. I've taught my son privacy is a I thing. And I've seen you he does not invade my privacy. And it's actually so funny because now – um, we're not to sidetrack, but I am, we are kind of, <laughs> we're potty training him. We've been potty training him. And I have this on video the other day, he went into the bathroom and he pushed me out and he, as he's shutting the door, he goes, I need privacy. <laughs> I love that. So, I mean, it's coming full circle now already and he's almost three, but yeah, we're like, but that's self-care. I think yeah. is like respecting your boundaries and respecting yourself. But I think the self-care that like what we're specifically talking about today is like the above and beyond like the yeah like the dark showers or yeah. like how our little setup right now i would consider this self-care oh like, yeah this or is so nice for any of you out there who know this if you know this term you are kindred spirit but huga oh my word i could do we should do an episode on huga <laughs> this could be it <laughs> i mean huga could basically be an extension of self-care but we could let's, let's do a whole episode on okay. like what huga that could be like an okay. informational episode i'll yeah. make a note of that i could get into but huga for those who don't know is a swedish term swedish Sweet. or danish i'm not quite danish, sure maybe. Um, but it doesn't translate directly to English. There's no actual English word for what it means. That makes it so much better. Essentially, it's a feeling that's brought on by specific things, such as mm-hmm. candlelight, outdoor elements, um, loved ones. Quality time. Quality time. Good food. Spending time, like, off of technology and just, mm-hmm. like... Intentionality yeah. seems to really come with it, too. If you ever imagined, like, just having a moment in time where you just feel like so cozy you're with people you love you're having you know those fun mo- those like those movie scenes where like you're watching like a family eat outside at a table and there's like music Twinkle and soft lights, lights and candles yeah. and it's just one of those like freeze in your seat moment like that's what i picture huga, huga. To be. that's huga and especially now as we're getting into fall this is like oh, our first so good it's like our first fall episode. Yeah. I mean, I know it's the end of September already, but like... And it feels like fall right now. It does. We've got we the, have the windows, windows cracked. <laughs> so you might hear the trains. You might hear whatever uh, sounds Other outdoor things. Babies crying, maybe. <laughs> in the background. I hope not. I wouldn't mind it. It's always cute. So, but yeah, the, it's just this feeling and it's kind of going, like you said, above and beyond, just like the, the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. But then there's this other side to it. Um, which can be kind of toxic where people go not only above and beyond just taking care of themselves, they go to the point of just being completely selfish and Mm -hmm. almost to a fault of like, I don't even care if I'm going to put myself in credit card debt to buy the things I want or to purchase these like 10 bath bombs that cost like, $15 $15 each right. when I can't really afford it. I'm going to do it in the name of self-care because I need this. eat all this food or like you're 
yeah. constantly trying to indulgent. like indulgent indulgent like yeah. in a bad way though yeah you go overboard it's like yeah you usually you, you go past that like the helpful part of it and you yeah. cross into where you're hurting yourself either yeah. physically or mentally or hurting or, someone else yeah you're like i don't care about well, i'm just gonna cut every single person off yeah okay like not everything has to be that dramatic like you can slowly yeah. withdraw from a relationship and yeah know, that can be self-care you don't have to like i'm doing self-care and i'm gonna delete everyone off instagram like okay yeah like, where's that gonna get or you? i can't just like completely ignore my children's needs and call that self-care you should like, do it let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> i do have to put them first in certain aspects but then there's other aspects that i put myself first and by doing that I'm also helping them because I'm teaching them to be respectful humans who who realize that the world does not revolve around them yeah and that's so important. you have to respect other people's boundaries and that's a good thing and, and they're gonna see that you treat yourself like that so they're gonna treat themselves yeah. like that like yeah. they're gonna model that as long as you're or you're gonna model it and they're gonna follow along yeah where I struggle is that I tend to fall into the martyr mentality mm-hmm. and it's like well I'm doing all of this for my children and I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm working hard all day and I don't get a break but it's not that I don't get a break because I can't it's oftentimes I don't give myself one because yeah. I don't want to ask for help that's yeah you don't like asking for help that's yeah for sure and I don't like wanting to have to admit that I need it or like having to lean on someone else um, but I will say having my second child has taught me to surrender so much in that area of life because I literally couldn't hold it together if I didn't have like the support system that I have. Mm-hmm. So for me, self-care in this season of life has been a lot of me learning and growing and leaning on and depending on others to help me and just to be really vulnerable and let people, you know, come into my space and help out and going outside of my comfort zone sometimes self-care is going outside of your comfort zone like leaving my children literally all day with someone else so that I can go enjoy my little sister's bachelorette party yeah and having to do um you know all the preparing that goes into that so that I can leave my son who so I can like pump all of this milk and do all that like there was work involved but for me that was self-care that was going outside of my comfort zone that was doing something so that I could go just be a sister and a daughter because you're not just a mom all the time you can be right you can be both yeah which is funny because that's so type two not to like bring the Enneagram (laughs) back into the conversation again because that's my favorite hobby it's very type two to like you want to help everybody else so you shouldn't mm-hmm. need help and I'm a type three so I feel like I don't deserve it like yeah we like, well, both no, are terrible at accepting help can really I just say that it. yeah I never want to need it I never want to be seen as someone who's weak and needs help I never want to be seen as somebody who like like I want to like I got my shit together so I want to make sure I keep that going like I don't yeah. want that like that facade to break yeah and also I'll be like at the end of the day and I'm like okay like I already worked from like eight into four and then I also did homework when I got home. And then I already cleaned my room. Like, I'm thinking of more things I can do to add to my list. <laughs> you rather literally than just can't reading. just sit. I can't just yeah. sit. Or if I am sitting, I'm having to, like, okay, like, I feel guilty because I'm not ready. You have my to, novel, like, justify not, it. I'm always justifying mm-hmm. everything I do. And especially when it comes to, like, self-care, like, I feel guilty a lot of the time. I'm like, oh, I don't actually deserve three hours to sit and read a book at the end of the day. Like, even the other day I had someone I was 
talking about reading and like, oh, I got back into reading again. It's so great. And they're like, how do you have time for that? You don't have time for that. Don't you have other work you should be doing? And for like the first oh time, gosh. I was like, no, like I yeah. literally been working full time. I'm doing student teaching, which is so hard. It's so fun, though. I'm doing kindergarten, um, which is hands down the hardest grade to teach. If anyone yeah. cares to know, um, <laughs> I believe the content it. is simple. But I think that's what makes it so hard. Is this something that comes so naturally to people, like having to pr- like mm-hmm. teach someone how to zip up a zipper? Like it's it's so funny. So yeah. like, I'm emotionally drained at the end of the day. The last thing I want to do is come home and do 50 more things. So like, finally, like I think this school year, I've started to really like come home and embrace like reading a book or like Mm -hmm. literally laying in bed and or like getting in the like really focusing on like okay I'm off work I don't need to do I don't I don't need to be doing more yeah you don't have to prove anything to anyone you don't have to prove your value or your worth Mm -hmm. it doesn't come from your productivity or my to-do yeah my to-do list isn't gonna do it and um and that's where like my discomfort comes from with like self-care is making myself do because I love it. Like when I mm-hmm. get into the moment, I love it. I just feel guilty that I love it. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty for reading or I'll feel guilty for sitting in the hot tub for an hour or two or three. Um, but like there's these things where I'm like, I always feel like I need to be doing something more. Like it's mm-hmm. never like I need to write the next chapter of my novel. Like I don't have a novel published. I don't have this pub- like. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you punish yourself? And so if you do take time for self-care, then afterwards you're like, well, because I did that, I need to go into overdrive and work 10 times harder tomorrow no. or the next day. See, I'm still, I'm still kind of lazy. So like, I think I'll just feel guilty about it. Okay. Yeah. Like, ugh, I just spent three hours finishing that book. I should have, I should have cleaned my room or I should have cleaned the bathroom or yeah. I should have um, gone ahead and worked on those lesson plans that are due in two weeks. Like I feel guilty when I'm not way ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, even with the podcast, this last like month of COVID and weddings and all this craziness, I've felt so guilty that I haven't been three weeks ahead of the game. Yeah. And even yet we though still we worked so far to get ahead did. because of that, like we yeah. knew there would be seasons that it would be harder to record in. So right. that's why we gave ourselves that wiggle room yeah I think I think this is gonna be a good setup too this is yeah it's gonna work but like it is I think that's part of self-care is you need to find ways to make it work mm-hmm. yeah um, and you can yeah. that's the thing like I just thought about this when you said that someone asked like oh how how the heck do you have time to read a book you're doing all of this I get asked that all the time like as a stay-at-home mom well how do you have time to shower and do a full face of makeup and keep your house clean and I was just telling someone this a good friend of mine the other day we had coffee and I said if it's important to you you'll make time for it mm-hmm. and, and that I goes with relationships uh, that goes with anything in life no matter how busy you are and of course there are days where I'm burnt out I'm not trying to paint a facade that I'm completely put together there are days that my house is a complete wreck that I have no makeup on and I haven't changed out of my pajamas. But I notice that I feel better when I'm intentional and when I do those things for myself to be mm-hmm. put together. I love doing makeup. That's just fun for me. Some women, that's not their thing, but they I'm sure they have things that are. My other friend doesn't wear any makeup at all because she's naturally gorgeous, doesn't need it. But skincare is her thing. She has a 12-step skincare routine because she's an esthetician. That's amazing. So she makes time for that, even when it's hard. And again, that's not every single day. But I think it just goes to show that 
you don't have to fall into this like victim mentality of like, I can't do anything to take care of myself. Sometimes the last thing I want to do is get up at the end of the night to just tidy up my house. But I know it will make my morning the next morning when I wake up 10 times better if I do. So in that moment, it's taking effort, but that's like something I'm doing to take care of me. Yeah. And see, my thing, like, <laughs> I am I love sleeping and like, I'm just always tired. I don't sleep well, but I like it. But Which is so opposite from how we were as teenagers. Yeah. You I just, like, never completely flip-flopped. Right. And we would have sleepovers, and I would wake up at, like, 10 or 11 and look over, and you're sitting at your vanity, like, doing your makeup. Yeah, I was, and I'm like, how long have you been awake? It's 8 <laughs> o'clock. No worries. But, like, now, like, I will sleep until, like, today I woke up at, like, 10, which was early for a Saturday. And during the school week, I only wake up at 7.20. It's not like I'm awake at, yeah. like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, I... But I still, like, I'll be, okay, I'm going to set my alarm for 45 minutes early and take a shower because I'm going to, I don't do it. So, like, that's <laughs> one of those things where I'm going to try, like, all right, I'm going to do self-care time. I'm going to make it intentional over this time, and I'm not actually going to do it because that's unreasonable. Yeah. So I think one of the things self-care is you really got to be reasonable. Like, when are you going to be able yeah. to fit this in? And, like, I think this, what we've done right now is, like, how we're doing this. Like, technically, this is work, and it's not always, like, it's not the same as you and I talking garbage on the couch about whatever yeah. reality show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, but we've made this a self-care moment by, like, yeah. lighting candles. So I think when it comes to those moments where, like, you don't want to do these things or these things seem, like, tedious. too much effort. Yeah, tedious, yeah. too much effort. Like, find ways to make it, make it fun. Or make it work for, like, yes, make it fun and make it work for you because I'm the same way you are. If I didn't have children, I'd probably be sleeping till 11 every day. And I probably will when they get older. <laughs> but I've noticed about myself, like, I would read these these mommy bloggers who are like, I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and I have my coffee and I do all of this. It's and so I'm ready for the day my for my children. And I think that's awesome. And I've put so much pressure on myself to try and be that way. And I'm like wait, what am I doing? I'm a night owl. Like I'm a total night owl. And so I've realized that for me, I'm going to stop trying to force myself Mm -hmm. to be something I'm not. And instead of doing all of that, I'm just going to make sure my house is cleaned up at the end of the night and Mm -hmm. that I go to bed with a clean slate and that I have my time alone at night. Sometimes I literally stay up and watch a cheesy or crappy show and eat pizza rolls and it's the best best, and drink wine and do a face mask and my house is clean and I light candles and then I get to wake up the next morning at like 8.30 when my kids are waking me up and I wake up with them, and I don't have breakfast already prepared ahead of time. Yeah. But my house is clean, and mm-hmm. I feel good, and I slept in. Yeah, and you found, like, the same pattern. Like, it's the same thing someone would do in the morning. <clears throat> like, exactly. Like, going above and beyond. But, like, yeah. I don't know. There's a difference between night owls and morning people. I am totally a night owl. I will stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. without even realizing it's it. some of my most productive time, Always honestly. Like, I'll be sitting there, and I'm like, actually, I'm going to rearrange my room right now, or, like, clean my room, or, like, I'll be exhausted until it hits 8 o'clock. And I'm like, no, actually, I'm wide awake, and I know, like, everything I've ever wanted to research, and I have all these, like, writing ideas and novel <laughs> ideas, and I'm plotting my next novel while I'm writing the one, and... Yeah. Yeah, my brain is wired for nighttime. And I just love slow mornings. 
Yeah. I love just waking up and being able to like just chill, sit on the couch. And sometimes I just put a show on for my son so I can Perfect. sit and just enjoy my cup of coffee. And then I'm ready and we do fun stuff throughout the day. But I've had to learn like a huge part of self-care for me has been learning to not feel guilty about the way that I do self-care. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. cleaning your entire house. Like, that is, it's embracing the differences in what self-care can yeah. be. Sometimes it's cleaning your house and getting all the junk done that you've been putting off, or sometimes it's sitting on the couch. Yeah, sometimes for me it's taking a nap when both my kids are napping, even if the you. house is a complete wreck and I haven't started dinner, and just being like, you know what? You need that. I just need rest right now. And again, that's not every single day, but... You have to learn to just, like, listen to your body, definitely, Mm -hmm. too, and listen to how are you doing mentally. Like, sometimes I feel like you and I are similar in this. Like, we're just so go, go, go that I feel like when we finally slow down, we can realize, like, I'm kind of struggling right now. Yeah, you never notice while you're running, but the moment you stop running, you're like, I am so out of breath. I don't. Yeah. I don't notice that I'm struggling until I hit my absolute breaking point and I'm yeah. having a meltdown, yeah, a full-blown meltdown. Yeah, I'm sitting there crying in my bedroom at 3 o'clock in the morning because I realize, like, everything is falling apart. But, like, yeah. you're working – you're just running in your feet. I always think of, like, the cartoons when, like, the animals, like, take off running and their feet just kind it's of just run dust. in place. Yeah. And then, like, you – like, at some point, like, you're going to hit the ground and, like, we just face plant. And- yeah. And I'll completely throw myself under the bus here because, like, going back to the, like, having a hard time asking for help, I'll hit that breaking point and I'll have my breakdown and then I'll talk to Nate, who's, like, my main support system, and I'll just be like, I'm just so tired, I've been doing, like, blah, 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 and he's like, why do you let yourself get to this point? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm here for. Like, you need to rely on me more and, like, just tell me what I can do and... You know, I don't always want to ask him because he works his butt off all day, but he's constantly reminding me, like, no, like, that's my job. I'm a dad. Mm -hmm. Like, my job doesn't end when I come home at the end of the day. So I feel like once you're in that for, like, all the couples listening, whether you have kids or not, listening to each other and noticing, like, each other's cues and friends, too, not even just married couples, like, Check in on the people around you and be like, how are you really doing? Like, have you even thought of that recently? And like, how can I help you? Like, if it's just coming over to listen so you can vent or if it's just like, I don't know, like we really need to like for the people who have a hard time asking for help. And we talked about this on the vulnerability Mm -hmm. episode like really ask for help you will be blessing the people around you because they want to do that yeah for it you. feels so good to be needed like whenever yeah. someone texts me like i need you for something it's like like it makes you feel good yeah. but like you don't want to re- like return like i don't want to ever ask anybody for help and when i extend that to people when i'm like what do you need how can i help you how can i be there i'm not like like i really really want them to tell me something like I really want to help them I'm not just saying that and yeah I'm, and you I'm don't like always over the moon when they ask yeah I don't even always know like we women I think in general don't always even know that you're struggling with something until you start talking about it mm-hmm. like even tonight like before we started recording I sat down with you and Nate and I just kind of like dropped all of these feelings I was having and I was like oh wow like I actually am having a really hard time with something yeah. that I didn't even know was actually bothering me that was yeah. like a real issue in my life and um 
So, again, that's like a self-care thing is literally just talking to somebody. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to figure it out all on yourself. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It doesn't even have to be a friend. Like, if you're a person who has no friends, like, there's online resources. So oh, yeah. find ways to have a verbal outlet. And journaling then, also. Oh, my word. Everyone should journal. Yes. I'll preach that to the day I die. I love journaling. It's so good. Yeah. No, journaling is incredible. I need to look up what this term is actually called, but I learned about it in college writing. There's an actual phrase term for the process that happens in your brain when you write and how your brain processes things and how you can start writing about something that you're upset about. And by the end of your journaling or writing, whatever, you've come to a conclusion. You've like already solved a problem like Mm -hmm. cognitively. And I forget what it's called, but it's so true. There's so many times that I'm like frustrated or confused or upset and I'll just start getting it out on paper. And I like I love like writing with a pen and paper more mm-hmm. than typing even so good yeah and I love being able to look back on that and be like wow mm-hmm. it's cool to see like man I was really struggling then or yeah. wow that was a really good time or like mm-hmm. seeing you know what's happened since and all it's that so fun. and I like always kept journals when I was younger and like going back to my oh, fifth grade journal of them are is so, so funny it's so funny to look at life problems in fifth grade <laughs> What we thought were problems. Right. (laughs) And now the last, like, maybe three or four years, I kept a journal for each year. So, like, I fill one up and, like, I don't start a new one. Or, like, I'll write until the last page and then I'll start a new one on January 1st. Like, if I don't finish, like... Yeah. So the whole book is just one year and it's so fun to look. Like, I have all of 2020 in a single notebook. That's awesome. And it's so funny to look back at that stuff especially. But, I don't know, I think always bring COVID back, but, like... The initial beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. like, everyone was into self-care. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, I got some time off. Like, I'm going to wear sweatpants, and I'm going to make this a gross coffee, and I'm going to watch some <laughs> Netflix. And um, the, by the way, they're coming out with the Tiger King season two. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm very excited. What even is there to talk about? It's, <laughs> it's Hollywood. They'll find something to yeah. talk about. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I just think that time was, like, everyone kind of dived, like, dove dove into it dove into yeah. self-care but um i don't know i just think people need to let themselves have self-care mm-hmm. and then like the people who only do self-care like maybe treat it like it's more special yeah that maybe sounded calm con- down a little bit <laughs> don't go into debt you don't need to buy starbucks every single day of your life we got that's not necessarily self-care self-care can judging. be free self-care can be self-care can be a walk around the block yes self-care can be turning off your phone an hour before you go to bed deleting your instagram app for a week a day even yeah, like anything there's so much you can do it doesn't always have to be reaching out to a friend yeah coloring a picture <laughs> reading a book yes i love reading books taking a bath watch tiktok for an hour like there's just i i think we get so confined to what self-care can be right and we either are overboard or like we refuse or to we do the bare minimum and call minimum. it self-care oh like i took a bath tonight self-care i'm glad you bathed yourself that's not <laughs> self-care yeah all you moms out there or like anyone who just has that mentality of like i'm taking care of everyone else going to the bathroom going to the grocery store taking a shower eating a meal those are not like self-care that's just literally surviving that's surviving right like 
allow yourself to do more than just survive. Yeah. And thrive. also don't allow yourself to be running so fast for so long that you have to have a breaking point. Like, yeah. Have these moments of breaks and relax and I don't know, just these break, these checkpoints throughout your yeah. days and weeks and months, especially like with teaching often, like teacher burnout is so common because mm-hmm. like you're just, nothing's ever I believe good enough. It. And, um, as I sit on all these like professional developments and I'm listening to all these classes and taking all this training and all this stuff. And it's just like, even some of these standards that teachers are graded on are yeah. like, Oh, students do this and this and this and students think that and this and like nothing that's in the teacher's control. So like when you're yeah. constantly being told basically nothing you do will ever be good enough. You'll never make perfect scores on your teaching performance. You'll never do this. Um, I just had a teacher the other day tell me like, you guys will never have a perfect rating. You guys will be good enough at just being a, um, I don't remember what the word is, like satisfactory teacher. Like, wow. Like you're in a profession where you're told you're never going to be good enough. You just started student teaching, and to have someone ago. literally just like at the beginning of your career say, "Hey, you're basically going to get by. You're going to get by. Good luck." Which with is that. partially like re- like relaxing, like knowing that like okay, like I don't need to strive to be perfect yeah I don't need but to you be. will anyway exactly as if I'm not going to be everyone's <laughs> favorite teacher at all costs um I don't know like there's the good part and the bad part but like if I just keep running thinking I'm gonna be the best of the best then I'm mm-hmm. gonna burn out yeah or like even now like I'm I'm not having teacher burnout like real teachers have yet but like I don't know it's just like you're in a profession I think being a mom is similar. We're like it can get discouraging, discouraging really fast. Yeah, you. I think the biggest thing, and that we probably have this in common with being a teacher and being a mom, is like you don't see the fruits of your labor. No. Very early, I might start seeing it, or I might get little glimpses of it here and there, like mm-hmm. you would with like okay, this was like a really rewarding day. But I think nine times out of ten, you're just putting in a lot of really hard work and effort and seeing no little to no payoff because those students that you have now they're so young Mm -hmm. and that like you have them at like the most important time in their life but they're gonna go off and you might never hear of them ever again i know that's like i I look at them sometimes and i picture them like what are they gonna be like when they're in high school like are they gonna remember me like or like even when i work with older kids i'm always just like kind of trying to be super honest with them i'm like Mm -hmm. you need to just be kind to your teachers because like yeah because they're humans too right and like that's what I know I'm facing so like I already have like this pre-concept of teacher burnout because I'm about to dive into something that's the kids don't like you because the kids all kids talk about how much they hate school the parents Mm -hmm. don't like you because they think they can do better and then the uh, institution of teaching itself you're never making perfect scores so like it's yeah it's there's a car breaking down outside. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? Was it outside? Yeah, that was right outside the window. That will be edited out. Because no, we're leaving that in. Terrible. That was scary because now if we die, we know what it is. <laughs> it's that person with that car. Hey, we died doing self-care, right? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not to down anyone for the way you choose to do it. Like, if you are that person that needs to wake up at 5 a.m and shower and get ready for the day and go to bed and early. be alone if that's who you are that's 
awesome. Yeah. Like, and, like, going to bed early would yeah. be really good self-care for yeah. that person. Rather than, like, thinking, oh, well, I need to stay up late like everyone else says. No, go to bed just at adjust 6 o'clock. Like, who like, you are. Yeah. Like, be who you are and just own it. Make that time work for you, whether that's mm-hmm. early in the morning and or make late it special. at night. Right. And, like, There's a side of TikTok that ta- – it's like the sh- – are you on Shower Talk? No. Wait. Shower TikTok? I think so. So I we're like know. the girls will like, okay, like I'm going to set out like my oh, Victoria's yeah. Secret set. Yeah. The 14th. Okay. So like <laughs> I got into it for a little while. Not yeah. like the expensive version because like no. But uh, some of these I'm like, what is your life? Right. Their so, shower routine is like 10 steps and I'm like, I love dude, it. I just. I wish. So I got into <laughs> it for a little bit. Like I would always make sure like my room was clean before I shower. Yeah. I'd set out my pajamas. I love that though, and like especially when it's like clean pajamas and like and brand clean new sheets. sheets. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh my gosh, that was a very Gen Z thing. I'll never say that again. <laughs> um, and then like you go in the shower, and then you have all these steps. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved showering. Like for like it was like maybe last summer of like 2020, I just had these super intentional like body scrub, body wash, face wash, face scrub, hair, every single yeah. step you can think of. I did it. And, like, that's self-care. You mm-hmm. don't have to have every single 15 steps of a shower routine. Right. But that that's what worked for me. So it was yeah. super fun. After Elias was born, that was my alone time every night. I, you know, Nate took care of him or he was sleeping. And I would just shower. And I would just, like, I wasn't even using fancy scrubs or anything I was just mainly sitting there most of the time because it felt amazing just to have like warm water on me and I wasn't taking care of anyone else and Mm -hmm. like it wasn't just about getting clean like that for me was like my alone time and my quiet time and like in that season that was really all I could do I had an infant who was brand new to the world and needed yeah. me for everything but you made so it that's work. okay you found ways to make it work. yeah and that's not what it's like now like I've already gained more freedom now he's eight months old and Asher's almost three which I can't believe it's all upsetting to me but now I I have a lot more freedom but like yeah, I guess just reiterating, make it work for you in what season you're in. Don't feel guilty if it looks different for you than mm-hmm. it does for someone else. Don't drive yourself into debt and ruin all of your relationships yep. in the name of self-care. Um, yeah. <laughs> People are better to be around when they've practiced self-care and you can tell. Yeah. When people you're who appreciate taking care of yourself. Because, like, other people... Like, especially with the relationships, like, I want that person to take care of me, so I hope they're taking care of themselves, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope, like, friendships and romantic relationships and parents, like, I, like, you want your parents to take care of themselves and take this intentional time. Because, like, it almost validates your need to do the same thing. Yeah. And I've noticed, like, the people who really prioritize that, and not in a selfish way, but just of, like, I'm of value. I'm worthy of, like, loving myself taking care of myself pouring into myself and like that's not their whole focus but that's a priority for them Mm -hmm. they're the type of people who also view others that way yeah who view others of value and want to take care of others and you can do that better like I'm genuinely a better mom when I've done that for myself when I've spent time with Jesus and putting on makeup because it makes me feel pretty and put together and changing out of my pajamas normally into just different sweatpants or letting her for me it's letting myself stay in my pajamas and not put makeup on yeah because I feel the need I have to and then like for me it feels really good to not do it sometimes yeah even though I don't really want to like yeah yeah 
It's cool. I love it. I love self-care. <laughs> I love um, Huga. Can we record the Huga episode next real quick? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs>